Well, hey, everybody. It's Monday, and we're back once again. Is something the matter with the, with the shit? Yeah, there's something the matter with the shit. Hold <laughs> on. Get this shit down here. Mm. There you go. Well, all there right. You go. We're on well, now the top of my head's cut off. Then move it back up a little bit. Yeah, that's why I fixed it before, okay. because it was okay. cutting my head off. Well, it's still cutting my head off. Now you can move the camera. Oh. What are you doing with this? Okay. That's good. That's good right there. Yeah, that's where right. I had it. Now look at that. <laughs> okay. All right, there you go. There you go. Why are you fucking with it? There you go. So hi everybody. You know it's like Tom's always got to fuck with it before. Because you're too close, but you got to be close. You got to read the thing. So yeah, I mean okay. I got to read shit. Right. You don't have to do anything. You just sit okay. back there. I don't have to do anything. Well, no, My I'm job, just saying. I do nothing. Well, I'm just saying you don't have to read anything. This, you just this, sit back there and like react to shit. I'm just reacting. <laughs> <laughs> like the villagers. I tell you what. <laughs> what? This movie was a fucking trip. It was. It just appeared out of nowhere. I've never heard of this fucking movie. It's from the 80s, 70s. 80s. 80s. Early 80s, I think, right? Because it yeah. felt like a 70s movie. Well, it was actually made... They started making it in 1980, but it didn't actually okay. get released until 1983. Yeah, okay. So that makes sense. So makes that's sense. why it seems yeah. like older than... Yeah, there's no difference between 1980 and 1978. Was Not really. <laughs> but uh, this movie was a fucking trip. It's low budget. But uh, I, it, was, yeah. it was like something I should have seen, though, before. And what's weird about it is that the monster's actually pretty well done. It's I mean, for as low budget as it is, it's not bad. I mean, it's clearly supposed to be like a ripoff of a xenomorph. Kind of, yeah. But at least in yeah. the mouth and like the shape of the head. Yeah. But then it has kind of one weird googly eye thing happening. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> and I was never really clear. This is some Idaho potato farmers through, through this whole fucking movie. They're in potato factories, and it's obviously Idaho, and the, they got the fucking Idaho Potatoes Association. They're dropping that everywhere in the background, <laughs> product placement. And I think this and it, this monster comes out of the ground. I think it might be a potato. No. Is it a potato? It's not, because okay. I looked it up on Wikipedia. Okay. Well, at least according to the Wikipedia plot synopsis. Mm -hmm. It's actually implied, and I was like, well, I'm not sure when they implied this, because yeah. I was watching the movie. I was a little bit drunk, but not that yeah. drunk. I was still kind of keeping track of it. But it's implied that the first person that disappears, yeah. like a teenager or something like that, yeah. like at the beginning of the movie, that he mutates into the monster. Okay. But the whole thing that, yeah, there was so much stuff about potatoes and stuff. I'm like, is this a potato monster? Are we yeah. seeing a potato monster? Just because, like, his head was kind of, like, shaped like a potato. And then That's some all. weird but I guess shit not. happens with little children and Fabergé eggs and shit that I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> I don't think that's ever... The monster gave the little girl an egg, I guess. Mm -hmm. The winning egg. That was some weird shit. That was like a really weird scene. And it would have scared me if I was a kid saw this. It was a little bit freaky, it was I creepy. gotta say. Yeah. Um, before we get too much into it, let me answer a couple of questions. Okay, so DVD Dragon said, um, I should check out Splinter. I have seen it. Uh, I saw it a couple years back, and you're right, it's great. Um, actually, pro uh, Tom would probably like it, because I yeah. think I watched it without you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you would probably like it. Like I said, it's like people that are trapped in, like, I think they're trapped in, like, a gas station, right? Like, yeah. a gas station convenience store, and this weird monster thing. I can't remember if it was an alien or what kind of thing it was, but it was kind of like a, um, like a weird goopy thing with, like, spikes that come out, like it's yeah. shape-shifting. Um, but yeah, we should probably watch that and review it. It might be on Tubi. And Zach said, um... That he just watched uh, 1408. I think I loved it. I love 1408. It's great. Um, that's one of the best Stephen King adaptations, I think. Uh, and he asked if we'd reviewed it before. Yes. Uh, actually, it was not too long ago. I think we just reviewed it. We finally got around to reviewing it just a few months back. I don't know. You might want to go look. But I'm pretty sure we did. 
Yeah, Zach said, Jenny just needs Tom for his dick, then hangs him up on a peg. So she needs to make it. <laughs> I'm just fucking used up. I just meant just, you didn't need to read just, the notes. That's just, what I meant. Don't yeah, get offended. They don't do nothing with me. I'm don't get a, offended. I'm just, I'm just an object. I'm just a sex object. <laughs> yeah, how does that feel? <laughs> it's awesome. You know, fucking my, my recommendation is to all you fucking loser dudes, get, get, go to the gym, get jacked, and just get you a fucking rich woman. Off of Wall Street to make her go fucking go out and work. And you just sit home, just stay stay jacked and be pretty and fucking raise the kids. Fucking learn to cook. That's a calling. I mean, you could do that, sure. That's that's, that's all you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they cried wanting those jobs. Make them work. Fucking, you know, if you're out of work, then just stay at home. Well, I mean, people kind of have to work now whether they yeah. want to or not. Yeah. Murder Hornet said, I'll send Tom $1,000 to be pegged. Would you really? Who said that? Murder Hornet. He don't have a thousand dollars. You're probably lucky he doesn't. He doesn't have a thousand dollars. Yeah. But yeah, so, okay, so we couldn't decide, because we actually watched two movies. I'm not going to say what the other one is, because it'll be a surprise, because that'll be like kind of a cool one, I think. This one, we just kind of picked this one randomly. I had never heard of this movie, um, but we were like, well, it's from the 80s, and it looks like kind of like a monster movie. And then when we saw the cast... I was just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, how could we have not seen this movie? Because all of these famous people are in it, and it looks like super low budget. So, check this out. Martin Landau is in this. Um, this all-star cast. I mean, and, and I, to be fair, because I'm sitting there going, how the fuck did they get Martin Landau to be in this shit? But, um, I mean, it is an entertaining movie, but it is very, very low budget. And I guess this was kind of like a, a period in Martin Landau's career where he was kind of like in between some shit like he'd been in some good shit like before this and then he didn't really get famous again until he was in ed wood right and that was like in 1994 so this was kind of like a little bit of a gap in his career uh this also had jose ferrer ferrer is i think Mm -hmm. is how you pronounce his last name in it playing the mayor uh he actually won a fucking oscar for the 1950 movie Cyrano de Bergerac, he had also won a Tony for playing the same role on stage. So this has a, like, a, well, this actually has two Oscar winners in it because it also has Dorothy Malone in it. She's kind of like that older woman that yeah. I couldn't figure out what yeah, that yeah. was. But she won a um, Best Supporting Actress, like, in the 50s for a movie called Written on the Wind. So she's in this as well. Yeah, she was hot once upon a time. Yeah, she's yeah. a little bit older in this. She's yeah. she's older. She looks all right. But yeah, but she still looks yeah. all right. I couldn't figure out. I guess I think she was the mom of the kid that was missing. Yeah, or and something. There's there a lot of shit I didn't understand about her. Yeah, I didn't really know what was, was going not on most correctly. of the time. <laughs> I didn't really this know what was going on. This flick, though. I gotta get. I gotta hand it to you. I mean, this, if this one was playing alongside some of the other ones of fucking the early '80s, it would have it would have stuck in my mind as a kid. Yeah, I would have remembered it. Um, I probably would have liked it more back then than I do now, but I wouldn't have understood it. It's hard to understand this movie. Just a bunch of weird stuff happened, a lot of weird imagery. Yeah, I didn't really know what was going on most of the time. And the thing about it is very muddy. It's, like, really dark. Um, So you couldn't... I mean, this was on Amazon Prime, right? It was just one of the ones that was, like, for... It was on Freebie. Yeah. Like, it was one of the horror movies that you could watch for free. Also, Ruth Buzzy is in this. Ruth Buzzy, yeah. Ruth fucking Buzzy is in this. Because we were like, oh, my God, we have to watch it now. Yeah. She played, well, I think she was, like, the wife of the mayor, right? And she was the head, because wasn't yeah. there kind of a subplot? It didn't really go anywhere, but it was kind of funny. Well, there was kind of a subplot where this massage parlor yeah. was coming to town, and, like, all the um, 
all the like fundamentalist Christians were like flipping out about it, yeah, and they were like protesting about all the smut that was yeah. coming there because I guess it was like you know a rub and tug. Yeah. And <laughs> me and Jen were me and Jen were kind of go- goofing on old Ruth. You know what I mean? Like this man, that is a goofy looking woman. She was, yeah. But then like they panned back at a certain angle. She had a kicking figure, man. I was like, Tom's like, damn, she had a hot bod. Yeah, she's actually kind of had a hot bod. I didn't really expect that. I mean, you know, she, I mean, it was just that's just from the outline of the you know from her what she was wearing she wasn't nude or anything but I was just like damn she looked pretty good I, she, but she's if you know who Ruth Buzzy is and some of you guys may be too to be young, too young too to like young know who that, that is she's more of a, what they used to call back in the day a comedian which was a female comedian comedian now they just call her a comedian well yeah because a comedian doesn't imply gender it's yeah, just right. someone who does comedy right they call her a comedian she was in a lot of t- uh, a lot of uh, television shows like uh, yeah she was did did one with with a fucking gym neighbors where they played alien robots. Remember that for little kids? Yeah, I kind of remember. I that. forgot what that was. What called. the fuck was the name of that shit? I don't know. She was shooting a laser out her elbow. It was goofy, <laughs> goofy, goofy fucking shit. Sid ah, Marty the seventies, yeah. Sid, Sid and Marty Croft shit. And then she was also like, if I remember correctly, she was on the um, um, shit. What's that? Carol Burnett show a lot, wasn't she? I think she was, yeah. Yeah. She was all over TV yeah. back then in the 70s. She was like yeah. on all the game shows. like all, She was on right. fucking Hollywood yeah. Squares and all that kind of shit. Yeah. She was not a sex symbol. She she would dress down and she would dress up as old ladies. She would uh, just... Dr- dr- she has an interesting skull. Yeah. Buzzy. She, she's always dressing up as somebody she wasn't, you know, in like costumes and stuff. She was funny. And, spoiler alert, she gets killed by a monster tongue in this movie. Yeah. So if that's your very specific fetish to see Ruth Buzzy get strangled by the tongue of a mutated monster, then you're in luck. Because here it is. Yeah. Also, this had Marianne Gordon in it, who I recognized her from... She had kind of a small part in Rosemary's Baby. Like, you remember that scene where... They have a party at their apartment and like all her friends are in the bathroom being like, or in the kitchen rather, where they're like, Rosemary, what the fuck is wrong with you? And stuff like that. She was in there. And I think she had like a couple small, she wasn't in a ton of stuff, but I recognized her immediately. I think I recognized her from Rosemary's Baby. I think she was also in Little Darlings, which I kind of remember her from. She was married to Kenny Rogers and I think she was more famous for being married to Kenny Rogers than being in stuff. But yeah, so she's in that too. And this was actually, if you know, okay, so... (laughs) I was really curious, not only like how they got these famous people to be in this movie. I know how they got Martin Landau to be in it. I'm not sure about the other ones. But here's the story behind this. So this was directed by a woman named Jackie Kong. And this was her first movie. She was 23 years old. She had just graduated from college. And she got the money, $4.5 million, which I can't believe this movie cost $4.5 million. I just, I refuse to believe that. I don't know what she did with the rest of it, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm just saying. At the time, she was, I don't know if she was married at the time or if she married this dude later. But there was a dude named Bill Osco who made porn. Uh, Probably most famous movie was Flesh Gordon. Okay, I remember that. Uh, he, yeah, he also made like an X-rated Alice in Wonderland and shit like that. And he was yeah. very successful, so he had a lot of money. And he was apparently impressed by her. She had storyboarded it and like wrote the whole screenplay and everything like that. And he was impressed enough to give her four and a half million dollars to make this. Money. He did. Yeah, he lost um, <laughs> This movie like made no money at yeah. all. And um, yeah, so he gave her all this money like to make this movie, even though she had absolutely no filmmaking experience. I don't know what her college degree was in, and but it yeah. might not have been filmmaking. I'm not really sure. 
But so she, she got all this. Had sex with him. Well, no, they got married. Okay, I was okay. well, they were married or they, they were, got married okay. later. I'm not okay. really sure. Yeah. I don't think they're not married anymore. I don't think, but they were at the time. Bill Osco is also in this movie, um, playing like the detective guy. Although he's billed under, well, he, this is what's weird. Like in the beginning credits, he's billed as Rex with two X's, Coltrane, which is that's what that's why I said I was like, oh, that sounds like a porn name. It is. It is okay. So uh, that's why. Um, and also, like at the end credits, he's billed as Johnny Commander. Okay. Also kind of a porny name. Yeah, yeah. So that's why. He was a porn producer. Right. Um, so, yeah. But Jackie Kong, interestingly, as kind of shit as this movie is, she would actually go on to direct sort of a little bit of a minor cult classic, Blood Diner, from 1987, which I haven't seen in a really long time, but I remember being a lot of fun. I don't remember that. But one. that movie, it's like a horror comedy. Okay. And I remember it being pretty wacky and shit like that. This movie, not really wacky. It's kind of serious. It has some unintentional humor in it, I guess. From what we could determine. Now, how she got Martin Landau to be in the movie was apparently she went all in stealth and went into one of his, like, acting classes. And, like, when she was in the class, she's like, hey, here's my script. And I guess he liked her ballsiness. And she's like, hey, want to be in my movie? He's like, okay. I don't know how much they paid him. Right. I don't know how they got Ruth Buzzy or Jose Ferrer or any of the other people in this because, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's not the worst movie that I've seen. I mean, like I said, I I'm real into like MST and Rift Tracks and stuff, and they find some real shitty movies <laughs> for that show. So this is, this is Rift Tracks worthy for sure, but it's far from the worst thing I've ever seen. It's mostly coherent. But we couldn't really figure out what was going on most of the time. It was at least entertaining. It was entertaining. But it was entertaining. Yeah. I yeah. will say that. It wasn't that. boring. That's true. You're just trying to figure out what the fuck was happening. Yeah, I couldn't really and figure out. And then the monster was sequences were, some of them were pretty effective. They yeah. were good, pretty good, the monster scenes. You're like, well, okay, yeah. It did have, the movie does have some payoff. It does. Yeah. It, it actually shows you the monster. Shit actually happens. People get killed, a lot of blood and stuff. At first, so, I thought that the monster was like the green jello goo. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but that didn't I make guess any damn sense. not. So you're gonna see people killed by stuff. You like, Trey, you know, you've seen it. What? You like, don't know what the fuck it is. I was like, does yeah. it? Can it morph yeah. from the green jello into like the alieny monster yeah. thing? It didn't or make any sense. It, does it just leave that behind? Yeah. So was that the victim? So there were. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? There was some nudity in it. Those must have been there porn, was. Those must have been porn stars. M maybe so. Maybe yeah, so. Because yeah. he's like, oh, I got some ladies that'll show their titties. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Trey says, uh, I don't know. I never got that either. It really made no sense. Making no sense. Yeah. yeah. I think they're making it up as they were going along. Probably they were. Because, like I said, for a while, because they, this is set in Pottsville, Idaho, and I think it was even billed under because if you look it up. On some search engines, it even comes up under the Pottsville Horror, so I've seen it called that too. And I think when they first started shooting it, it was supposed to be called Easter Sunday because there's scenes of the, yeah. like an egg hunt and shit like yeah. that. So, um, but they, like I said, they started making this in 1980, but they couldn't find a distributor until 1983, so it just like sat on a shelf. Right. And then when they released it, I think it did get a limited theatrical release, but it made like zero money. Right. And of like the critics that saw it were just like, mm, like yeah, what the fuck is this? No, thank you. It does seem like uh, <laughs> the, it does seem like the story had been edited during while they were making it. It was like two or three movies kind of woven together. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. Or they or they changed the monster as they went. Maybe the yeah. monster you see at the end. Maybe they didn't own that monster yet. 
And then they just like they, made they kind of stacked it on like later on. on. Might have been something like that. Because I will say that for a movie of this um, uh, budget and level, uh, the monster is not bad. Like I said, you can tell that they were trying to kind of make it look sort of like a xenomorph, kind of, but with the person. With he's kind like of a potato head. Like yeah. Well, I mean that's why at first yeah. we thought is this a po- mutated potato monster? Yeah. Because the thing about it, this is one of those movies that. Um, that it's like nuclear waste yeah. is causing the shit. Well, that's what's so funny. And <laughs> so when Martin Landau first shows up in the movie, he's actually on the TV. And in I said, movie. and I said, is this the only time that he's going to show up? He's like, I'm just going to show up like on the TV. <laughs> like he's not going to be actually in the movie, but he is yeah. actually in the movie. Yeah. Like he's a fairly major role, but he shows up in order to tell everybody that, oh, we can totally dump nuclear waste into the water supply. It's fine. Yeah, it'd be all right. And, <laughs> and he's just like, and he's... He tests it. Yeah. He, yeah, he's like drinking a glass of water and he's yeah. got like a Geiger counter. Yeah. And he's like, look, the Geiger counter like like spikes more on my watch than it does like on this water. And he's like yeah. chugging it and stuff, like showing everybody how safe it is, like that there's nuclear yeah. waste in there. But it's like, clearly that is not the case because... See, I thought they don't make this real clear because I seriously had to look this up on the plot synopsis to figure out because we were like, well, did the potato come out? Of, did a potato come out of the ground? And then because at the very they end, show it coming out of the ground. at the very end, after they kill the monster, spoiler yeah. alert, they show like something else coming out of the ground. And I said, oh, maybe it is a potato monster because it's like growing yeah. out because that would be kind of neat. That's what I thought they were. Have they made a potato monster movie? Probably not. They kept talking about Idaho and potatoes. Well, you know, because that's what like Idaho seems for. I think it was a potato monster. I think they well, just wrote that out of the script. <laughs> it's like we don't that's want. Why would they told the investors of the <laughs> like Idaho a big Mister potato, potato Head? That yeah, would be super that's what funny. they told the Idaho. I think that's what they told the Idaho Potato Association. Give <laughs> us a million dollars. Give us some money, <laughs> and we'll make sure that we'll tell everybody that Idaho potatoes do not have any radiation in them. They're clean. Yeah. And what happens when radiation? That's what I was thinking when I was watching it. That's that made con- sense to me. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought too. Because there's a scene where they're having an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. And this little girl comes and she keeps finding the eggs, but she's the little she's the little little kid. That's know? the director's daughter, by is the that way. What it is? Okay. She's cute as shit. And she goes up to try to grab the egg and the other little kids fucking take it from her. They do that like three times in a row. I was row. like, wow, those kids are assholes. And then she eventually finds a hole in the ground. A little bitty hole in the ground. And while she's done or was there yeah, yeah, and she starts digging. And hands come up out of the hole. She's looking in there, fucking. And you're like, oh shit, the like, baby's ah, gonna get like it, like that, you know. And you see little hands coming, and the hole's just like the size of a coffee can hole, a hole by the side of a coffee can, and it's coming out. And that was actually quite creepy. Yeah. And uh, she, the little baby's looking into the hole, going ah, freaking out, and then and something's coming out. And then all of a sudden, she looks, and this big old gives her a big old egg. It was like the winning egg. Yeah. So. The potato monster actually like had a soft spot for kids, I guess. It was never explained. Although I'm pretty sure it knocked some teenager's head off at the very beginning, yeah. right? It didn't like a teenager at the beginning yeah, get decapitated. Like, it liked little girls, I guess. It gave her gave her the winning egg. I, I or that's the way I don't know. He saw the movie. Who was it that saw the movie? Trey. Trey. Is, is that how <laughs> He's he, like, I don't know. I don't know. It looked like the monster came out of the ground and gave her the winning egg. That's what, yeah, and it's like I couldn't really figure out. That's how I understood it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Well, I will say that it makes more sense after I looked at the plot synopsis, and they said that the implication was, like I said, I didn't get this implication. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, or maybe they just didn't set it up, you know, adequately, Um, was that the first person that disappeared 
was the person that got mutated by the nuclear waste and turned into what we thought was the potato monster. Yeah. So maybe the guy that did that, maybe they were trying to show that he still had some humanity left in there and he knew that baby. I don't know. You know what I mean? So maybe that's what it was. It's maybe a, I'm thinking about it like way I, more than anybody else involved I in this movie did. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't it know. it killed the cop. It killed a lot of it killed people. Killed the cop by coming through the back seat and then it just looked like a spike or, or was it a hand? Yeah, it was like, or yeah, something. You, you never see it. You just see the hand go through his chest in the back. It was, it was pretty lame. Yeah, that's right, from the back. Yeah, end. yeah, because Tom's sitting there going, "Well, that wouldn't work in real life." Yeah, <laughs> I'm it, like, the well, hand would just push well, you obviously. forward. Yeah, you would just go, "What are you trying to yeah, do exactly?" Yeah, it's not sharp enough Monster. to cut through somebody. Yeah, yeah, I was like, unless he was going super faster. Yeah, and or it didn't, his, and it wasn't going fast. Or his hand was a samurai him. sword. Yeah, it just pushed through him. <laughs> it's, it's quite a movie. It, it, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's quite a flick. High Desert said this movie. This movie sounds boring as hell. It's not boring. It's not not really. I mean, parts. Okay, yeah. I will admit that parts of it are boring. Like there are some scenes where people are just kind of like wandering around, and I will say that the porn producer guy, who play, he's not like the main role, but he's like a main role. Um, let Let's just say he's probably a better producer than an actor. Let's put it that way. Um, he's kind. He's very. Um, charisma free all right charisma free yeah. so so the scenes with him where he's just basically staring blankly at the camera and things yeah. like that are actually kind of funny but yeah he's not oh, another thing that i heard i don't know if this is true or not but apparently the director jackie kong she was friends with another like quite famous actor harry dean stanton and he was supposed to be in the movie but uh old porn producer guy and bill osco was like no i guess it was contingent upon him being in the movie like to give her the money to make yeah. the movie the movie to me had had a, a nostalgic tone. Right? Yeah, uh, it did have some creepy imagery, and if you if you grew up from this time, you kind of remember this world a little bit. You know, yeah, in the eighties, and um, the movie overall reminded me of a of a better version of maybe like Giant Spider Invasion. If you ever seen Giant Spider Invasion? Yeah, it's better than that. Although that movie is entertaining, yeah, as that fuck movie's fucking fun because to watch. it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's fun to watch, but it's hilarious. Yeah, this one isn't as bad as Giant Spider Invasion, no. but but it kind of reminded me of Giant Spider Invasion, but with a better payoff. It's got a better monster in it. Yeah, the monster does look better. Well, yeah. I mean, Giant Spider Invasion, the monster is like uh, clearly a Volkswagen it's Beetle with clearly fur a car. on it. <laughs> With legs sticking out. Yeah, it's clearly a car with a spider on a roof, the big legs sticking out. It's fucking hilarious. Well, I it's mean... It's a float, basically. Yeah. Not that I think it is a spider. It's a float. It's a spider float. It's a float, yeah. My be You know what? Giant float. Spider Invasion, though, to its credit, um, that is one of my favorite Mystery Science Theater episodes, and one of my favorite lines in the whole thing is just when the spider is eating somebody, and Servo says... Does it matter that he's cramming that guy up his butt? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it looks like the spider is eating the people with its ass. It's great. This giant spider invasion had um, hot <laughs> hillbilly sexual yeah. comedy in it. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah, like that, like that dude that Scuzzy was like the old dude after his wife, and after his, his like sister-in-law, like his sister wife's younger sister, yeah. they got like who fuck, was like a teenager. Yeah, and they got like the, super. If creepy. I remember correctly, it was like. She, the teenager was in the cut-off booty shorts, if I remember. Wasn't she yeah. in little booty shorts with yeah. little, little booties sticking out underneath the bottom of them? Yeah, and they made all kind of... Pair of those. <laughs> Tom gets distracted. Tom gets distracted. I get distracted, yeah. 
Yeah, that movie is. That like, was movie is fucking funny. It's very funny, but my it's dad like dad took me to see that when I was a little kid. Fucking, and I screamed. It's like. Ah! <laughs> now I will what say, what year was that? Nineteen seventy. Ooh, I can't remember. Something like that. Maybe I was about seven, I think. And then remember, fucking yeah. Alan Hale was in it. Yeah, fucking get fucking the skipper. And he was like, he's making, calling people little buddy. Yeah, and he was making like <laughs> skipper type jokes. It oh, was cringeworthy. Terrible. terrible. It was like, yeah, it was so bad. Yeah. But it's like, fucking. <laughs> I never get sick of it though, just because it's so loathsome. The dude on a motorcycle get killed. You're not really sure why, but the spiders got him somehow. Remember that? They ate part of him. Did did the, did the meteor hit him? Ah, you know what? I don't remember. Cause I thought when they found him, like one of his arms was eaten off yeah, or something. Like show. wasn't it? it? Was just like bones or some shit. Yeah. So like a spider, I guess, partly ate him. But they don't say how he got killed. He's riding on a motorcycle and he falls off the motorcycle dead. And then that's that's the next thing. Yeah. I think the, the meteor hit him. I think. Trey says spider. something interesting. Uh, Jackie Kong hung out in the Los Angeles punk and goth scenes back in the eighties. I've met several people from there that knew her from those scenes. Uh, pretty sure Jackie's a good friend of Dinah Cancer from Forty Five Grave. Oh, okay. Isn't that something? Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense, actually. It makes a lot of sense. Because there's porn crossover and movie crossover. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, this isn't great. It did yeah. have some unintentional hilarity. There was titties. Yeah. Um, There was gore. You couldn't see a lot of it because it was, like I said, pretty dark. Like, it was kind <coughs> of muddy looking. Um, Probably, I don't know, the most entertaining shit to me was kind of the whole... Where they were all worried about the the massage parlor coming, like all the smut and everything. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. I don't know why that was so funny to me, but I you know I liked that Ruth Buzzy was like the head of the of the yeah. committee that was like trying to keep the fucking keep the smut out of Pottsville. Yeah, and it make, it's funnier now that you realize it's a fucking porn producer making this movie. Or yeah, well, yeah, I think they were probably like yeah. you know making like a little wink kind yeah. of joke about it. Yeah, That's, making yeah. fun of the anti-porn fucking community. Yeah, I'm sure that was probably yeah. what they were doing. Uh, yeah, Jeff Yard said MST3K rocks giant spider invasion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, there. Uh, I don't know. I, we've seen a couple versions of it, because I think Rift Tracks... Yeah. Because then we go to the Rift Tracks Live, yeah. and they did Giant Spider invasion, invasion Live, so it was all different jokes. I bet you they did a version of this. Bet you MST did or not? Or Rift Tracks. Rift Tracks probably did. They might of. have. This seems like something that would be yeah. right in their wheelhouse. Yeah. Because when I was watching it, I was like, "Oh my god, there has to be a Rift Tracks of this." Yeah. I mean, it's just ripe for because, uh, I, and especially too, I think they like when there are movies that are kind of shitty but like have really famous people in them, so yeah. you can kind of like shame them for yeah. doing things they're not proud of. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, so I kind of feel like, well, I could not believe it when I saw the fucking cast of this. I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ, everybody in this is famous. And it's just... It's it's above Giant Spider Invasions, below Piranha. Well, Piranha's great. Yeah, below Piranha. Below, <laughs> below Prophecy with the mutated bear. Um, <laughs> but there's something, that, these movies are kind of... Re- Almost kind of like, I'd probably maybe put it at almost the same level as maybe Food of the Gods. No, no, no. Food of the Gods is pretty fucking entertaining. They're shooting rats with BB guns live on fucking... Uh, yeah, on I did a video fucking, about that. Yeah. I did a video about... It. I did yeah. Food of the Gods and Empire of the Ants over on my yeah. Scare Salon channel. Yeah. And I had forgotten. Food of the Gods is like just 
uh, you know, audaciously terrible. Yeah. Uh, so it's very entertaining. But I had forgotten yeah. about all the animal cruelty in there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they really shot some rats and really yeah. drowned some rats also. So yeah. that was, like, pretty upsetting. Yeah. I did not love rats that. Rats are vermin, but you shouldn't shoot them for fucking entertainment to put them on film. No, it's That's fucked up. That's horrible. That's fucked up. You know, I can understand trapping them and fucking killing them, you know, fucking with rat traps and shit. Get them out of your house because they're a nuisance. But this whole idea of fucking killing any kind of animal... For a for, movie, for, for a movie, entertainment is, is just is not right. Up. Yeah, maybe the exception of fucking cockroaches. Yeah, I don't care about they that. But it's like, yeah, other than that, I just right. like I don't even like to them to kill like caterpillars or butterflies yeah. or anything like. So it's not just bugs. It's like I don't mind, and I don't like, and I think in. Remember, it was the William Shatner one, Kingdom of the Spiders? Yeah. Pretty sure they killed some tarantulas yeah, in that, and, and I did not like that yeah. either. I did not like that either. So, yeah. So, but yeah, I did a video over on Scare Salon about Food of the Gods and Empire of the Ants. So, Food of the Gods is a lot more entertaining. Empire of the Ants is funny at the beginning and funny at the end, but then in the middle is like super boring because it's just mostly them like going around in a boat, like trying to get away from the ants, you know what I mean? Trying to get away from all the process shots of ants. But I just, I don't know. There, there's something about those 70s movies that had once famous people in them. <laughs> That are like yeah. doing in these terrible, terrible movies. Yeah. There's something kind of like comforting and hilarious about that. So it's like but I feel bad for them, but it's just kind of like one of those one of those fucking movies is a classic. And it made that woman famous, more famous than any of her good work. And that's fucking Friday the thirteenth part one. Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah. She was actually played that was a very famous actress yeah. who was past her date. Yeah, and she made an entire living off going to horror cons to just talk about being on yeah uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and she didn't want to do the movie. Really, just thought the thing was just a piece of shit. And she, her career was over, and she said she never would have guessed that she would be remembered for that role and not any of that and not any of the other shit that she did. But she did a bunch of cool shit, but it's all forgotten because her her fans were normies, mainstream normies. And you don't really, they don't remember you for very long. And then those, all those normies were older than her. They all died. Yeah. But her horror fans were younger than her. So when she was an old lady, they were coming fucking taking care of her and giving her money at the horror cons just to do interviews. With and her. honestly, horror fans, if horror you're fans in like, they, they will remember you forever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like I said, like people that are into horror are still like into fucking Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi and shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was like. Those movies came out like almost a century ago, yeah. and people are still watching those. Yep. So there's really not a lot of other genres that that have that kind of staying power. If you got a horror following or a sci-fi following, like Star Trek or Star Wars, yeah, you can go to conventions for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because they're like the most loyal. Yep. Fans. They're down, the most sit into. Sit down, it. And chat with you for a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just yeah. kind of like, I can't really think of any other genre that's like that. And it's just funny to me that, like, I get it, like, why actors maybe don't want to do horror yeah. um, if they don't like it or something like that. But I was like, they're like, oh, man, I don't want to do a horror movie and blah de blah But I'm like, mm, you probably should because if it's successful, even in a cult way, then... Yeah, you'll be remembered. You know, 30 years from now, people will still be going to conventions, like, yeah. to get your autograph. The only, so. the only hard thing about horror today is that it's hard to stand out and be remembered now because there's so many. There's so many, yeah. But in the '70s and the '80s, it was a lot. It was a lot easier. So in the '60s, also a lot easier to make a, an impression. There weren't as many movies. Yeah. 
Uh, Samantha said, did you guys see Cocaine Bear? Yes, we did. Yeah. I don't think we reviewed it, though, did we? No. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was, it was pretty entertaining. But I think we were going to review it, but then we watched yeah. something else and ended up reviewing that instead. But we just watched it for shits yeah. and giggles. It didn't make a huge impression on me. Yeah. Like, it was funny, but it yeah. wasn't, like, hilarious. It didn't really... You know what it I mean? It didn't really tickle my fancy. <laughs> yeah, Murder Hornet said, I will never watch Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I like that movie. Uh, it's very influential because it was kind of the first found footage movie, but it's just, like, it's a rough watch. And yeah. honestly, I'm not real big into censorship and shit like that, but I really don't blame the UK for cutting all the animal cruelty out. Yeah. And just, like, having that version. I don't know if you can get that version nowadays in the UK. You probably can. But for a long time, they had it uncut, except they took all yeah. the animal cruelty out. Yeah, they also had some weird scenes in there of uh, the actors pretending to sexually assault the natives. Yeah. And uh, that's in there, too. Yeah. And they... Uh, the natives went along with it. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, we can do that," you know. But but still, it's uh, it's rough to watch, man. Yeah, it's a little bit, uh, yeah. yeah, a little bit questionable. Yeah, is it's it? tacky. They're, it is. What, what's tacky is that they're doing it to be tacky. Yeah, they 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 know. I mean, this it shit. works. People yeah. are still talking about it now. Yeah, they know this shit is fucking over the top and tacky. They're the still... Italians did not give one yeah. single fuck. Yeah, at all. They cutting, would do anything. Cutting living turtles apart. Shit. I was got. I got up to the point where that dude had that little Quadamundi and stuck a stick into it and all that. No, I ain't watching this shit. Yeah, I ain't watching this shit. Yeah, fucking you know that was that was it's, totally uncalled. Yeah, for. it's messed up. Yeah, it's messed up. Like I said. Fucking Italians. Yeah. They would Quite, and if you know what a quadamundi is, it's like a little squirrel looking thing. Or like a little possum. It looks like a possum. It looks kinda. like a little miniature possum. Yeah. And it, it's a friendly little creature. You know what I mean? And it's just, oh, no, I ain't watching that shit. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. Look, well, it you, wasn't even a sharp stick. Not yeah. really. I mean, you guys know, I don't even like when they kill animals like fake in movies. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah. why yeah. you gotta kill the cat or the dog? Like, knock right. it off. And I was like, I'd say, I know it's not real, but it's just kind of like, it's still upsetting. Mm -hmm. So it's like, much less watching a real one get killed. So yeah, yeah Food of the Gods, even though when they were doing stuff with the rats, I was like, yeah, no, I don't like this at all. Yeah. And they I had forgotten about that. a shot of rats on top of a little miniature house to make the rats look huge. Like, but really big, yeah. And they had slowed them, they had slowed them down to make them look bigger. They slowed the film down in kind of slow motion. And... I think in screen, they're showing guys who are much smaller than them in scale with the house, shooting at the rats with rifles. And they do a close-up on the rats, and you can see a slow-motion shot. And I know what I'm seeing. I see a slow-motion shot of a fucking air pellet from an air gun yeah. go through the damn rat's head. And he shot through a couple. And the rats are like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? You, you know, the rats' reactions are like, wow, you know, because yeah. it's a whole mass of rats. Yeah. They're like, wait, they were just feeding us a few minutes ago. What's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, you guys I'm are like, jerks. oh man, yeah. I didn't like that. No, I don't like that. You either. know, and I had forgotten because I saw that movie a bunch of times yeah. in the seventies and the eighties when I was a kid. Yeah, and I had forgotten all about that. I killed a bunch of animals, a bunch of deer, squirrels, and shit, but ate everything I killed pretty much except for the turtles, the snapping turtles. You just sometimes get paid to damn exterminate snapping turtles out of the damn fish ponds. You know, that's about you know, but most of the shit that I killed was food. Now, somebody on here said that they figured out how to make snap and turtle taste good, but... Yeah. Man, it, for us, it was kind of like really bad, dry, muddy alligator tail. That's what it tasted like. Real nasty. Couldn't get it to taste right. Gotta be a way, though, I guess. 
Trey says, uh, the punk band Elvis Hitler is in Blood Diner. Yeah, that's right. And I think 45 Grave had a song on the soundtrack. Yeah, that's right, too. Yeah, 45 Grave also had a song on um, Return of the Living Dead soundtrack, right? When it party time? Mm-hmm. That famous scene of uh, Linnea Quigley dancing on the gravestone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a 45 Grave song. She um, was smoking hot. She was, yeah. Okay. And I, I met her once uh, years ago at a horror con, and she's also a very nice person. Yeah. I mean, she seems like a very nice person. She had, a, she had a super killer body in that scene. Real well, the trim. Yeah, I mean, one of the most famous scenes ever was from, uh, shit, man, uh, Night of the Demons, where she's yeah. in that, like, Bo Peep outfit, and she's in yeah. the convenience store and bends over and, like, shows her ass. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. the little pink tutu shit. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. She's, oh, oh, although I, my favorite scene of hers is from Sorority Babes of the Slimeball Bolorama, where she sticks that lipstick, like, in her fucking tit. <laughs> <laughs> when she, like, turns into yeah. a demon. Uh, John Gore said, wasn't Ozzy in some awful movie, Trick or Treat or something? He plays an anti-rock crusader. He's pretty good in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should maybe do that around Halloween. I haven't that would seen be... that. Yeah, you probably like it, yeah. I think. I haven't seen it in a long time. But yeah, so they were saying, yeah, it was Trick or Treat. Not not the anthology one from a few years ago, but it was, you know, Another one, that, one that came out in the 80s. Another was a chick from all the fucking From Beyond and... Uh, Barbara Crampton. And Rob, Barbara Crampton, yeah. Yeah, Barbara I, Crampton. I always forget her name. Yeah. yeah. And what's great about Barbara is Barbara's older than Jed by a lot. Yeah. Barbara still looks great. She does. She looks fantastic. Like I said, I'm on her Instagram. Yeah. And she still looks good. And she's so cute because every time she posts a picture of herself, she's always making that real happy face like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's adorable. Yeah. Like she's always making that face. I was just... I just mentioned her today because I reviewed a movie on my Flickers of Fear series that was directed by the same guy that did Jacob's Wife that also had Barbara Crampton. Yeah. And I think Larry Fessenden was. If you want to see a good Barbara Crampton movie? See uh, From Beyond. Well, yeah. If you want to see her in like bondage gear. Yeah, you dressed up in those bondage. Which, gear. of with course, we want to see cop. her in bondage gear. Come on. What was that guy? What was that black dude's name? It was in a movie. Cool dude. You remember him? Oh shit! He yeah, played uh, the cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the name? That guy's name? He'd show up in horror movies every now and then. Big, uh-huh. big old tall black guy. Forgot what I can't guy. remember. I forgot what his name was. We grew up with that dude. I can't remember. Yeah. Danny Rowling said, Italian directors show the viewers no mercy in the Goran Sleaze factor. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. Zach says, uh, hell yeah, the Italians don't care. They also made Sallow. Yeah, 120 Days of Sodom. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they're just like, yeah, I'll make little kids eat shit. Why not? They made the little kids eat shit? <laughs> well, I don't know if it was really shit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but it was just, yeah. So uh, that was uh, not, a ple- not a pleasant movie to watch either. But, you know. Um... John Gora said, the only movie that pressed my buttons like Cannibal Holocaust was Don't Deliver Us From Evil. Both great movies, but makes one wonder, is this movie about evil or is it actually evil? Yeah, I don't know that movie. I don't know if I've ever seen that. I'd have to go back and watch it yeah. again to see. I've seen so many that I can't remember. You know what I mean? Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah, okay. Danny Rowling said the lipstick scene was from Night of the Demons, not Sorority Base. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I forgot. I forgot. That's right. It's even on the fucking poster. What the fuck am I thinking? I think because I just saw, was scrolling through and I saw Sorority Babes last night. Like the, the poster from it. Uh, a few years ago, 2007, when I was 10. Well, I mean, for us, it doesn't seem like that long yeah. ago. Camp Guy said. 2007. Who said that? <laughs> Zach said that. <laughs> yeah, anytime we just say like a few yeah. years ago, that could mean anything from yeah. a year ago to 20 years ago because it all. He was 10 in 2007? That's crazy. Ridiculous, yeah. That's crazy. Fuck. That seemed like it was like yesterday. That was like three days ago. Dude, I got socks older than you. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Fuck. I think. 
I got a sweater fucking a lot older than you, man. Yeah. I got a sweater from fucking 95 rolling around here. Black sweater with fucking white skulls going across the front of it. I like that sweater. I haven't worn that in forever. That shit is so hot topic. It is, but I yeah. like it, though. I think I've worn it yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. Camp guy said Barbara Crampton is hot as fuck. She is. Yeah, yes. I agree. Ken Forey, that's his name. That's no, right. Yeah, the, the cop... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he, he was in the um was yeah. he was in the Night of the Living Dead remake too, I think right? He was, yeah. The one that Tom Savini made. He was, he was which is up, actually not bad. He would show up in horror movies a lot. And I never knew his name, but you'd recognize him when you see him and everybody go, Oh him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he was that guy. Danny Rowling said, What are some of the cases you're gonna do for Wednesday's show? Oh, that's right. So Wednesday's show, Tom will be excited about this. We're gonna talk about poltergeist cases okay. that have older people as focuses. Okay. So, one we're going to do, I know for sure we're going to do the Atlanta Blood Poltergeist. Okay. We might talk about Don Decker, because I think we had done a show about him before, but I guess we didn't. Like, I didn't see it when we... No, I'm going to do Donnie Decker. We'll do him, and then um, there was one, we might do, there was a Poltergeist case in Miami that happened, like, at a warehouse. Yeah. Where the the focus was, like, an older guy that worked there. And um, there was one, I can't remember their names, but it took place in the 60s. And it was, there was a teenager in the house, but they don't think that she was the focus. They thought it was, like, the older mm. woman. Because it was, like, a grandma and a mom right. and the daughter. And all kind of crazy okay. shit happened. And they're, like, broken glass and all this kind of stuff. Good. So, yeah, show. I think it's, like, four cases that I wrote down okay. that we're going to do. So, um, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, that should be fun. We always like to do the paranormal shows because they don't... Like I said, I like doing the true crime shows, but... <clears throat> It's kind of more fun to do the paranormal ones because you don't feel as bad. Yeah. <laughs> you don't feel as bad, like making jokes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right. Nobody dies in them. Nobody dies in them. Well, yeah, most of the time. Other than maybe the people that are haunting the people. Right. They're, they're dead, but that's okay. All right, so I guess we're going to wrap it up. Like I said, uh, Wednesday night we're going to do a Poltergeist show, so that should be a lot of fun. So hopefully you guys can come by for that. Uh, like I said, if you want to watch this movie... I don't know why you would, but um, it's kind of entertaining. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, I, I can kind of recommend it for it's what it on, is. Yeah, it's on it Amazon Prime. I think it's on the freebie thing, so you can watch it free with ads. I'm pretty sure that that's where we uh, watched it. This is how I'm going to say it. This is how it If you like 80s horror movies and you've seen most of them, this is probably one you haven't seen. All right. It's not better than the ones you've already seen, okay? But it's not yeah, as no, bad. Yeah, no one's as, saying that. We're not saying that. Okay? <laughs> but it's not as bad as some of the ones that you've seen from the 80s, too. Right. So um, it, it's it, it's another nostalgic trip back. Or if you're a young person, you just like 80s horror, this is another fucking weird-ass fucking kind of an abomination. But it does have payoff. It's got a good monster. Yeah, it's got a, yeah, it's a decent monster. It's got a good payoff. For, yeah. for as cheap as for this time, movie was. Yeah. And uh, and like I said, if you like Blood Diner, Blood Diner was a lot better than this one. But if you want to see the first movie that the woman that made Blood Diner made, then this is the first one that Trey she made. seen it, huh? What you, would you say the same, Trey? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he didn't know what was going on either. But he said yeah. it had been a while since he'd seen it. It had been a while since he'd seen it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's, you can see it for free now. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. frankly that's all I'd pay for. Yeah, it. I, would, I, would, I don't think I'd pay to see it. I think I'd have been mad if I'd have paid like yeah. two ninety nine to rent yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah alright so we're gonna wrap it up hopefully you guys enjoyed the show we will see you guys again on Wednesday night